Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Friends, Brandon Beam here for Truehold. Your home has made you equity rich on paper, and you're planning on using that cash to retire, travel, or just downsize into a new place that's paid off. Good for you. But the longer that you wait, the greater chance higher interest rates could chip away at your home's value. While your home value is still high, the time to act, it is right now. With Truehold, Truehold's going to buy your home now, and you can stay in your home for as long as you want. Truehold buys your home for its best current value, and you bank the cash. Cash to do whatever you'd like with, while Truehold takes care of your property taxes, insurance, and upkeep. Don't miss this opportunity to cash in on your equity and stay in your home for as long as you'd like as a renter. Visit Truehold.com and discover how much Truehold will buy your home for today based on its best current value, not what's coming around the corner. Call 1-855-300-9993 or visit Truehold.com, the smarter, faster way to cash out on your home's value without having to move. Again, that's Truehold.com. From ONN, this is Hollywood Casinos on the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Here are your hosts, Dave Biddle and Scotty Vegas. Welcome to On the Money, 97.1 The Fan. I am Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas, Ryan Baker. Scotty Vegas, so you're telling me there's a chance. I'm Ohio telling you there's State, a chance. <laughs> they fell to <laughs> six, which was like the best case scenario. So we're big Oklahoma State fans. We're big Louisville fans. We're big, dare I say, Georgia fans. But seriously, if those three teams win, Ohio State's in. Those are the three. I know a lot of people out there are saying that uh, Washington has to also beat Oregon. I don't believe that to be true. I think if Washington loses, they would stay be they would go behind Ohio State, uh, basically because Washington has been playing so many really really tight football games in the Pac-12 against not great teams. Barely got by uh, Washington State this last week in the Apple Cup. But yes, you're right. That's the path. Three team teams. Three things need to happen. And I'll tell you, you know what, Dave? It's funny because we sit here and I honestly think that there's a great chance that Louisville beats Florida State. And I think there's a really, obviously, Georgia is favored to beat Alabama, so I think there's a really good chance that happens. The one that is the hang-up is Texas against Oklahoma State. And Oklahoma State is actually a two-touchdown underdog in that game. 15 points, right? Yes, and it started out at 11, and it just kept getting bet up and up and up. So now it's all the way up to 15. But that's the one that it's like, ugh. And think back a few weeks ago, because Texas played Kansas State, and Kansas State took them to overtime. And Kansas State had the ball at the two-yard line with a chance to give Texas their second loss couldn't finish it, and Texas ends up winning that game in overtime, and then they've won since. So if, if they had lost that game, which they probably should have to Kansas State, they would have two losses, and then the path would actually only be two things. But, yeah, by the way, if you were to bet that parlay, those three things for Ohio State, it is 17 to 1. So those are your actual odds on Ohio State to make the playoff. Feels like deja vu all over again, as the great Yogi Berra said. But, Scotty, last year we were sitting here and we're like, maybe they'll back in the playoffs. They had C.J. Stroud at the controls. Yeah. 
little we, different, do right? We think Tom, <laughs> do we think Kyle McCord could win a playoff game or even come close? Because if Ohio State gets in, they're getting in as the four seed. They would play the number one seed, obviously, probably Georgia. Heck, maybe it could be a rematch against Michigan. Um, in that case, who knows? I mean, Ohio State was right there in Ann Arbor. They outgained them, if not for that terrible first interception, some other stuff. We talked about it. Mecca Buka having a very uncharacteristic drop, which caused a three and out on the first drive. I don't know, man. I'm, I I think they need to make a change at quarterback. Not if they're in the CFP, though. You don't want that to be like no. Lincoln Keenholz's first start, for example, or Devin Brown's. Like You're with Kyle McCord for the rest of this season. Man, I don't know. I mean, first of all, I don't think they're going to get in. If they do get in, great. I want at least the chance, but I don't see Kyle McCord beating any of these playoff teams. It's so funny because Ohio State's been in this situation multiple times now where they've needed things to happen, and a lot of times things happen and they find their way in. So you can't completely dismiss it. It'll make championship weekend a little bit more interesting, and you'll have some rooting interests across the board, about, but I'm with you. I don't see it happening. Uh, I do want to give you guys some hypothetical playoff matchup lines, and I want you guys to kind of guess at this. Uh, first off, assuming that Florida State beats Louisville, and Florida State gets that four seed in the playoff, they would probably play Georgia as the one seed, and that's, of course, assuming Georgia wins. So if Georgia and Florida State played on a neutral field, what do you guys think that betting line would be? Jeez, without Jordan Travis, I'm thinking like 16 and a half. Oh, he's way higher than me. The first thing that popped into my head was seven and a half. Okay, Dave, way closer. Wow. 15. George would be a 15-point favorite on a neutral field against Florida State. This is why we can't include, when we start the sports book and we're giving, we're like coming up with the lines, we cannot include Ryan. <laughs> Um, I'm, okay. kidding. I'm kidding, well, RB. The we funny can, thing about that is, you. though, if it was Ohio State, the line wouldn't be that big. So that tells you that they think Ohio State's a better team than Correct. Florida State. Absolutely. And guess yeah, what? Especially without their starting quarterback. They're going to get beat by Louisville, I bet. From Louisville. Louisville. All right, now, guys, guess this. If Florida State were to lose and Texas were to get in as the four seed, and, of course, in this scenario, Georgia's the one seed, what would the line of Texas versus Georgia be? Neutral field again. Nine and a half. Okay. Ryan? Maybe a little lower. Yeah. Eight, nine range. It is eight. Georgia would be an eight-point favorite over Texas. So that's a hypothetical line. Again, I'll throw out some more I love this. potential I love, I love this. matchups this is for like you. Kind of like a, like a foreshadowing of Scotty Doesn't Know, which is coming up next. Go ahead. And this one really, uh, this one's really interesting to me. So decent chance that the two seed versus the three seed could be Oregon versus Michigan. Okay. If Oregon were to upset or not upset, if Oregon were to beat Washington on Friday night, this is a good one. The matchup would be Oregon and Michigan probably as the two and the three seed. What's that line, guys? Michigan one and a half. Michigan two and a half. You both are wrong on who would be favored. Oh gosh, wow. Oregon by Oregon point and a half. would be a two point favorite two on a neutral field against Michigan. It's like a whole safety. Couple other ones that I'll throw out there. Uh, Michigan would be a seven point favorite over Washington. That's kind of an interesting line. Georgia, Oregon. Guess at what that line would be. Again, that would probably only happen in Georgia, the national championship game. If they have Oregon favored over Michigan, I have to think it's closer than seven I'm, and a half. I'm, I'm thinking Georgia two. Okay, Georgia minus one against Jeez. Oregon. The, uh, these oh are hypothetical college football playoff lines. Georgia people are getting way too 
in love with Oregon watching them play against these terrible Pac-12 defenses. It's like I people, am not you mean joking. Me. <laughs> I am not joking. I mean, yeah, because you watch them like, wow, these guys are good. Wait till they play a real defense. We've seen it time and time again with Oregon. We have. We've seen it time and time again with Oregon. You go, well, what about the time they came into Ohio Stadium? Yeah. The game that caused, caused Kerry Combs to get fired basically in the middle of the season. Demoted, not quite fired. Oregon's just not physical enough, man. There's just no way. If they play Georgia and they're favored, I'm going to hop all over that one. Okay. I, I love that take because, I, you know, in, in the past, I felt the same way about Oregon. But, man, I feel like there's something a little bit different about this team, and I'm not quite as high on Georgia. Georgia this year as as past Georgia teams, so I think it'd be a great matchup. Um, but I do want to say this about the Pac-12 and the betting line for that one, because the the Pac-12 championship game, the line is nine and a half. Oregon is favored by Washington, and I think it's an eye popping number to a lot of people. But guess what? A lot of times when you see a number like that, you want to take the favorite because you're like, oh my gosh, this line doesn't seem right, but. They're trying to get Washington money at nine and a half. And I think they think Ohio, that Oregon is, is the actual correct play. I actually do think Oregon's the correct play. Even though I've been on Washington all year, I'm now jumping off that Washington bandwagon. Yeah, it seems like such a huge line. But if like you look at the final score and Oregon wins by 10 or 14, it'd be like, that sounds about right. You know? Yeah. Now I did do a three leg parlay that I have Washington covering. It's a, it's a kind of a long shot parlay. It's, I have, um, Washington covering. That's not the long shot Alabama money line and then the under of 35 and a half Big Ten championship game if you're just doing one of those three I love the under is it 35 and a half 35 and a half under Big Ten champion like Michigan's favorite by like 24 my joke is like and then over under is 25 like they're gonna give Iowa one point no I mean it's like 35 and a half that game has like Michigan 20 to 3 written all over it. Like 35 and a half seems like massively high right there. Championship weekend to me, guys, is one of my favorite betting weeks of the year. I can't wait for it. Up next is Scotty Doesn't Know. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome back to On The Money. We're going to do Scotty Doesn't Know in just a minute. Here's the deal, though. We were talking about fantasy football during the break, and fantasy football to me is old school now, right? I mean, now it's all about the sports betting. Everybody, now that it's legal in the state of Ohio, it's all about getting your parlays and player props and things like that. I think fantasy has kind of taken a a backseat to the sports gambling. I mean, still, we have 20 states that where it's not legal in, and uh, they're probably still focused on fantasy football, but I think gambling is kind of eaten into that fantasy money. A reminder, sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to set limits, know the risks and pause before you play to learn more visit pause before you play.org and speaking of fantasy football i think we got a little scotty doesn't know fantasy version all right let's get to it 
That sounded wrong, though. Scotty doesn't know fantasy version. <laughs> uh. All right. We're going to do we some. We're going uh, over all my different fantasies. Oh, Jesus. All right. Let's do. Uh, okay. First one. Who is the number one quarterback in fantasy football so far this year? It's Josh Allen, especially That's after correct. his week last week. Correct. Who's number two? Uh, also had it off a great week last week. It's got to be uh, Hurts, right? Correct. Who's number three? Fantasy quarterbacks, because Scotty's on a roll. I'm going to go. Scotty's on a roll. CJ Stroud. Incorrect. He's got. He's he's up there. I even uh, told you. I even told you earlier what Stroud was. It's Dak. Dak. Yes. Dak again and again. Some some of these guys have not had a bye week yet. Who's so fourth? This this I'm going by average per week. C.J. Stroud is fourth. Fourth. That's correct. Who's fifth? Then we're going to move on to running backs. Uh five. And he hasn't been that good. But I'm going to guess Herbert. Incorrect. Lamar. Incorrect. Mahomes. Incorrect. Oh. Herbert. You already guessed him. Sam Howe. No. Gosh. Hawaii. Alabama. Tua. There you go. He's at five. I I started feeling bad. I was enjoying the headbanging, but whatever. You had a weird league. I think you have a weird Number one fantasy running back. Uh, McCaffrey. Yes. That's easy. Number two. Yeah. This is the one that's now interesting to me. This is the one where I was like, oh. Yeah. You're I, I would have never guessed this off. one. Yeah. Who's the number two fantasy running back this year? You would Points per game. And never? he actually has a two point lead over the number three guy. Uh, Although it, McCaffrey's by far the way number one. ETN or it's Mostert. And I'm going to go with, since you said it was a surprise, Mostert. <laughs> he nailed it. Bam. And, Let's go. And three. Keep going. I'm not trying to take it. Nice. Four. Uh, Sweet home Alabama. Josh Jacobs. Mike Vrabel. Oh. Derrick Henry? Yes. Really? All right. Fifth and final one for running backs. Who's who's number five for running backs? I'm going to go Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Incorrect. Swift. Incorrect. DeAndre Swift. No. Uh, Former verbal commit to the Ohio State University. Is it? Is it Robinson? Yes, Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson. You're talking and about Brian Robinson. Robinson Brian Robinson has also got to be up there. <laughs> to actually I actually missed. was going to go Brian. I should have just stuck <laughs> Brian Robinson in sixth. Mister Robinson. This is why this I was like, I was, like a lot of this. I was like, damn, I, I I didn't know that. All right, number one wide receiver in fantasy this That's year. That's Tyreek. Correct. Number two wide receiver in fantasy this year. Average points per game. Points per game. Which Give me CeeDee Lamb. Close, but no cigar. It's not Diggs. Keenan Allen. Nice. And I think you know three. You already C- said them. CeeDee. Nice. Who's number four? Diggs. No. A.J. Brown. Yes. Well, before you... I was going to say, I would have guessed Diggs, too, though. Yeah, it's really close. Diggs didn't have so AJ Brown is fourth. Who's fifth? Diggs. Yes. Where is Puka Nakua in there? I Tenth. figured he's pretty high. He's really. I mean, it's really close between like so. It goes like Diggs, Amon Ross, St. Brown, DJ Moore, Mike Evans, Mike Jamar Evans, Chase, yeah. Jamar Chase, and Puka Nakua are all kind of like lumped in there. All right, last one. We're not going to do kicker and special teams. We're going to do tight end though. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. All right, shake it off. Who's the number one tight end in fantasy? Obviously. 
That's Kelsey. That's that, yes. But after that, okay, yeah. I'm going to guess what, Hawkinson what are, at two. Yes. Because I have Hawkinson. Nice work. All right, who's three? Three. Gosh, this one will be tough. I'll, I, I'll, I got to guess. I'll take Kittle. Yes. Ooh. I was going to say rhymes with Biddle. <laughs> <laughs> the little middles. Shut up. <laughs> I was gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, uh. All right. Um, who's number four? Four is uh, Komet? No. What? What's your guess, Ryan? You're trying to lip something yeah. to me, and I can't. My guess is Sam Laporta. Oh, good guess. Is that your? Is that your yes, answer? Yes, Sam Laporta. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, shut up. The nicest. Right, who's, who's number five? Five is I. I Gosh, I don't have a good guess here. Your guess, you're, okay, here, here's no, it's not Komet. He's close. He's seventh. Your clue is he's fifth for now. Fifth for now. So he's hurt. Uh, Goddard. No. I don't know. I really don't. He's hurt. Mark Andrews. Oh, Mark Andrews. The brother of our very own Matt Andrews. <laughs> okay, they're not related. Okay, next up, we're going to talk about your Columbus crew being in the conference finals and a very funny betting story from Sunday involving your Columbus money, crew. Money, money. That is coming up next on The Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Gentlemen, hell is real. Crew at FC Cincinnati on Saturday with a trip to MLS Cup. In the balance, if the crew win, they will host MLS Cup at lower.com field. And we got a funny betting story. So, like, right now, if you look at the betting odds, they've pretty much stayed steady from Sunday. Um, the crew beat Orlando on the road. The crew were a slight underdog on the road on Saturday. They beat Orlando two to nothing to advance to the conference finals. And then for the vast majority of sports books, the Columbus Crew's odds to win MLS Cup dropped to about plus three hundred, about three to one. We're sitting there on the air on Sunday, and I was talking about how I got the crew at plus seven fifty at one point to win MLS Cup. Scotty's looking it up, and he goes, "It's still seven fifty on ESPN Bet." I'm like, "What?" How's that possible? And then I look it up, and it is. And so I, I put a, a, an extra bet down. Saying, is this really going to go through? It went through. I noticed Toronto was still on it. Toronto had better odds than Columbus. Columbus just eliminated them the night before. Toronto had 6-1 to one odds to win it. They were no longer even like playing. Columbus 7.5-1 to one odds. So we all jumped on that. And was it like... An hour after the show, it changed. Yeah, so and you really jumped on it. I really, really <laughs> jumped on it, and I thought about 
doing a full dive into it, and I wish I had. I just did a little jump. But here's the deal. I remember I was on Sunday, and we were all in bad moods from the game, obviously, on Saturday, and I was walking to the bathroom, and I'm like, well, Dave is going to want to talk soccer, so I guess I'll have to look like up. Like, I'm the so- big soccer fan. So, I guess compared to you guys, I am. So I open up the app, and I'm like, I'm going to check the odds, and, and I don't know anything. I don't know who's left in the soccer tournament. It's, you know, who knows? In my mind and i'm like oh cruise plus 750 is that good value dave and you're like well yeah it's good value there's teams in that aren't even in the playoffs anymore i couldn't believe that was still the i i thought that that was like a huge mistake and it was it wasn't i thought it'd be one of those where we put a bet in this is why i actually just did i just did like a five dollar bet because yeah. i already had a big bet yeah it was a free bet i had a free 50 dollar bet at plus 750 for the crew to win i already did that one 50 i had like a bonus bet we did that when you said that. I'm like, there's no way that's right. There's no way that's right because I got I got them at plus seven fifty when they were still in the first round, when they hadn't even won their first round series yet against Atlanta. I got them at plus seven fifty. You're like, after they beat Orlando last night, they're still at plus seven fifty. That can't be right. So I'm sure I'm going to put this bet in. They're going to say we cannot take any of that. And it went through. I'm like, oh my god. And then I get home and I saw your bet. And yeah. I told both of you. I, I, we were texting each other. I'm like, oh my god, look at that crew bet. Yeah, Scott, Scotty. Ve- I'm convinced, Ryan. Scotty Vegas is why ESPN bet was like, oh crap, we forgot to move the line here. Well, the great thing too is, <laughs> so I, I was texting Beamer because again, I'm like, I, he's he's our expert here. Him and and, and uh, T Bone on MLS soccer, right? They they uh, even have a podcast on soccer and everything. And I'm like, it. it do you think the crew can actually win this thing or am I just throwing money away? He's like, no, get that value. And so I do. And, uh, yeah, I, so about an hour later, I started texting other people about this opportunity and about an hour later, people are looking at it and they're like, uh, no, they're actually just like the plus 300. There's no 750. And I'm like, well, Ryan, really? Ryan texted us. was like, it's down to 300 now. Yeah. And I swear yeah, to God, because- that was like 10 minutes after you sent that text about, you just sent like a text of the bet you made. Made. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I won't say you can say how much it was if you want, but like, yeah. I was like, damn. And then like ten minutes later, Ryan's like, it's now down to three hundred from seven fifty to three hundred, like that. Scotty Vegas moves lines. Ryan Baker. So we all talked about this, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and throw a hundred on it. So then an hour later, after this, we realize the cash out of this, and yep. we're like, should we cash out? So I went ahead and cashed out, so I got 76 free dollars out of this, and I was going to go back and bet again. Yeah. Do, just reinvest the 100 at the 750 and by then it had gone to 300 so that's how I found a out. Nice but I'll take my 76 bucks. Yes. Well, yes. right now, they are offering me a cash out for a couple hundred more than what I made the original bet for, but... I'll tell you what, I kind of like sticking with going uh, with the crew. If they can beat Cincinnati on Saturday, they can advance. And then that big bet is still available and, and it's worth well more than the couple hundred they're trying to offer for me to get out of it. So I'm going to stick with it and go crew this weekend. They have the best goal differential in the MLS. Even though they're third in their conference, the three best teams in MLS were in the Eastern Conference. So you're down to the final four. But that's why if the crew beat FC Cincinnati. FC Cincinnati had the most points in MLS. Um, the crew had the third most, but the crew had the best goal differential. My point is, these are the two best teams in the MLS playing against each other on Saturday, and it's really cool to know if the crew win, they get to host MLS yes, Cup. I was just going to say that. The fact that you have the MLS Cup at home here at Lower.com Field, you feel like if you get by Cincinnati, you got a great chance to win it all, and most importantly, cash a big ticket for me. 
I mean, pro teams from Cincinnati always like take care of business in the playoffs, right? No, not at all. All right, up next is this or that. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This segment is this or that, but before we get to that, uh, I'll tell you what, I have been eating the worst over the last 10 days. You know, you just talk about <laughs> how bad over 10 days a person can eat. And I've had pizza for like seven meals. And I'll tell you, I, <laughs> I need to go on a little post Thanksgiving diet. It's got to start now. And I talk about this because the this or that, we always include food. And so that, that food question always makes me hungry. And then I got to go eat. But man, I, I need a break from the pizza. And I know that you probably have a this or that pizza question so for you me. Mean, like mixing some burgers is what you're saying, some wings? <laughs> yes. I'm sure you've been having plenty of wings, too. Oh, and I went to go play tennis last night to work some of it off. And five minutes in, I basically keeled over on the court. It was... You had pain somewhere? It was, yeah, pain uh, in the okay. buttocks region. Oh, jeez. Couldn't breathe. <laughs> Feet were hurt and you five Andre minutes in. Jeez. <laughs> I was playing. I was. <laughs> and I, guys, I was playing guys that are in as bad or worse shape as I am. So yeah, it was it was a wild ride. All right, let's do this or that. Hit it, Ryan. It is conference championship weekend in college football. So my question for you guys, the watching of the next game that your team was supposed to play in is very difficult. So are you guys going to be watching the Big Ten championship game with Ohio State not in it? You know, it's Michigan and Iowa. Are you going to be watching that game or are you just going to completely ignore it altogether, Dave? I'll be watching it. I'm getting with watching it. Hate watching it. I mean, I watched it when they played Purdue last year. I watched it when they played... Who the hell did they play two years ago? I don't know. Was it Iowa that year, too? I, I I can't even remember. I'll watch it. It's too painful for me. I will flip it on. If I place a bet on it and I have something on it, then I'll watch it. But, man, it's just too painful for me. I, I, especially uh, the NCAA tournament after OSU basketball is out is always so painful to watch the next game. It's hard to watch this conference championship game without the Buckeyes. What do you think, Ryan? So, guys, normally if it would be a good game, I would probably tune in some. Mm. Uh, this game does nothing Sucks. to move the needle, yeah. honestly. I don't think it's going to be close at all. And also, I have an excuse not to watch it. I'll be working the state championships. That'll be the Woo! Division Four game, nice. I think, to wrap up the weekend. So I'm sure someone will throw it on in our booth or something. But no, I'm not watching. All right, you guys getting with the college pass interference rule? Or are you getting with the NFL pass interference rule? Meaning spot foul. So if you throw the ball 50 yards down the field, it's a bad throw. But by the letter of the law, it's pass interference. You get the ball 50 yards down the field. Or are you getting with college where it's 15 yards? Fantastic or, question, Dave. That is such you, a good one. 
I actually prefer the college one where it's 15 only because it's such a subjective penalty, right? Sometimes you get a bad one and it's like a 40-yard penalty and that's just too much to me. I like the 15. 15 still is very penalizing. It's an automatic first down and it's tough. But yeah, and especially you know in the NFL where it's a bomb. If it's like a 20-yard play and you get pass interference, whatever. But on bombs, I hate that it's it's spot foul. What do you think? I'm with you. I, um, I'm also getting with the college rule. I wish there was like a happy medium in the NFL where it was like, okay, if it's like completely egregious, the guy knows he's burnt for a touchdown, it's a good throw, and he tackles the receiver, spot foul. But if it's like one of those where it's like, it's a terrible throw, and we're rewarding a bad throw, but it is a letter of the law, we'll give him 15 yards. I wish there was a way to do that. And there, yeah. there is a way to do it. You can, it's called instant replay. They tried that one year with uh, fast interference. Did it, refs didn't like that. They were just basically just doing whatever it was called on the field because they didn't like that rule. I'm getting overall, though, I'm getting with the college rule because too often I see bad throws getting rewarded. And that 50-yard penalty or 40-yard penalty is massive. So, guys, I will say I actually like both just the way they are because in the college game, they're college kids. They shouldn't get penalized as much possibly for this. But if I'm going one or the other, I'm going to go the NFL way because I love or I hate it when a defensive back gets burned and he can just reach out and grab or hold and totally interrupt the play and it doesn't matter. So I'm getting with the NFL style. One thing. There it is. Yep, there we go. The interruption. What are the odds on that? It had been a while. So Like uh, like a week? Now, the one thing. It's it's actually Ryan's fault. He hit the button way too early. But here's here's my thing. He's supposed to hit it. He's supposed to hit it right after he does his answer. Too soon. Too soon. (laughs) Um, But my one thing about the stats, I would like to see in the NFL, if you're going to draw a pass interference penalty, that should be included into the wide receiver and the quarterback stats. What do you think about that? I think that's okay. Dave, I saw, I saw he had a thought in mind. I even tried to tell him to stop that I was hitting the button, but he went anyway. Oh, goodness gracious. No, I like that, though. It's a good idea. Yeah. Yours, Ryan. What's what's? The oh, next I got one? one here. Yeah. So the Big Ten championship game. This is the last year until the uh, West West invasion comes in. Are you guys getting with the Big Ten championship game staying in Indy, or are you getting with it moving around? To like say Vegas. <laughs> I am so biased. So I'm the wrong one to answer this question, but I'll just be biased because I, I wanted to stay in Indianapolis. Now I will say this though. So that's me personally. It's such an easy drive. I love it, and it's good for Ohio State fans. It's right there, and Indianapolis is a great place to host stuff like that because everything's right there. The restaurants, everything, the hotels, bars are all right there. The stadium, but for the betterment of the Big Ten, Ryan, you named it. Like Vegas would be a great site. LA, move it around. That is what's best for the conference. But if you're asking me personally, I'd keep it in, in Indy. There's no way they're just going to have it in Indy every year, though. I love, love championships in Indianapolis. I know. I, it's just so convenient. Yes. And it's great. And the city cares about it. Like, I know the Big Ten basketball championship, they've moved to different cities like New York and Washington, D.C. And unfortunately, it's in Chicago quite often. Those cities don't care if it's there. You know, they they just don't. Indianapolis, they care. So I am going with keep it in Indy. Now, the one the one exception would be if they could move it maybe occasionally to Pasadena and have it in the Rose Bowl. That would be kind of cool. I'm I'm with moving it. I know I understand all the reasons for selfish reasons wanting it to stay in Indy, but I'd love to see it in the Rose Bowl. I'd love to see it in Vegas. I think it'd work in Ford Field. I think there's all kinds of places that you could take it and work. So let's move it around. Oh, 
Yeah. As beautiful as the Rose Bowl is, I'm telling you guys, if they do move it to LA, it 100% will be at SoFi just yeah. because the Rose Bowl's. Look, you know, the amenities at the Rose Bowl are antiquated. It's beautiful, though. Okay, one more real quick before we take a break. You guys getting with fried clams or are you getting with fried shrimp? I don't like fried either. So, oh, okay. I, I, you know, I'm not a oh, fried that's a bad guy. One. That's like, give oh. me the broiled shrimp. Give me the grilled shrimp. Give me shrimp scampi. Give me the barbecue shrimp, but no fried shrimp. I was going to say the whole, I love shrimp like, overall more than clams, but something about like fried clams I really like. So I'm getting with fried clams over fried shrimp, but overall shrimp, but fried clams over fried shrimp. I will say I like both, but I'm going with the shrimp as well. All right, we can't end this or that on that question. So we we're going to come one. back yeah. and we're going to do us some more this or that. This is On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome back to On The Money. Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas, Ryan Baker... Guys, I don't think we have enough fun on this show sometimes. We really got to like loosen up a little bit. That's right. Scotty, what do you got, my friend? Yeah, this is this is awesome. Our friend Noah Kirk from Hollywood Casino Columbus sent me this. And again, I, we know how brutal Saturday was. It was a good day, unfortunately, for the sports book because at Hollywood Casino Columbus, $175,000 were wagered on the Ohio State Michigan game. Uh, exactly $177,000 and 80% of the bets, guys, 80% of the money on the Buckeyes. So a lot mm. of people not only did our hearts get broken, but our wallets took a beating as well. But all right, let's get back to our this or that question, though. And I'm going to go with a championship weekend question. I'm going to go with this. Are you guys getting with there will be a major upset this weekend or no major upsets in in the uh, conference championship weekend? And I'll put it like this. I, I would say anything over a four point favorite or more, I think will count as a major upset. So you could throw in Alabama pulling off the upset. You could throw in Washington with the upset. You could throw in a couple of the others, but Louisville doesn't necessarily count as a major upset because that's only a two point spread. But do you, are you guys getting with there being a big upset this weekend or not? I'm getting with no because Louisville wouldn't count as a big upset. Um, it's just being a two and a half point spread. I, I don't think Oklahoma State will win. Could they? It wouldn't be the most shocking thing. I'll go with, I am not getting with, there'll be a big upset. Yeah, we'll be rooting for Oklahoma State, obviously. That would help Ohio State big time. I'm getting with, I think that they're, that somehow, some way, we're going to have one of these come through, whether it's Alabama pulling the upset or Washington with the upset. I think we'll see one of these teams come through, um, out of all of the games. Give me one upset for the weekend. Yeah, it seems like there's always at least one, right? Yeah. And the couple you mentioned there, you know, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility Oklahoma State does it. And I could easily see Alabama or Washington both winning. Hell, Washington beat Oregon the first time they played. Maybe right. they shouldn't. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I think definitely we'll get one. Oh, you can get with this or you can get with that. 
I got one for you guys. I was going to say this for Sunday, but let's just keep it rolling. All right. I didn't even realize this. I've been following high school football um, pretty close the last few years, but I really followed it close this year. Thanks in large part to our guy, Ryan Baker, uh, his friend, Eric Welsh. Um, and I didn't realize this was a rule, and I love this rule. In high school football in Ohio, let's say it's third and 20, okay? And it's third and 20, the quarterback throws the ball, and there's a hold, defensive holding. You don't get an automatic first down for that. So we're just so used to it being if it's defensive holding, no matter what, it's an automatic first down. High school football is like, no, no, you can't throw a little stupid screen pass and have it count for 20 yards. They're like, we'll give you the five yards or whatever it is, and then you're going to repeat third down. I love that. Are you guys getting with the high school in Ohio? I don't think it's high school across the country. I think it's, that's an Ohio high school rule. Great rule, in my opinion. You already know where I'm going. You getting with the Ohio high school rule with stuff like that? Or are you getting with college NFL where any type of defensive holding, anything like that is an automatic first down? Even if it's like third and 40. Um, I think it should be an automatic first down. I really do. Maybe that's because that's what I'm used to and seeing, but I don't think you should award a defense for holding when a guy is about to go like breaking free and you're just like, well, I'm going to hold because guess what? That's not going to be a first down. I don't think that's the right way to play it. So yeah, I I actually agree with the NFL and college football. It should be an automatic first down, Ryan. I'm getting with Ohio high school. What are you getting with? So I know a couple high school teams that actually teach their players to do this because of this rule. I know one school in particular that has done it a lot over the years and won some state championships doing it. I do, though. I I think I'd prefer the college or NFL. I think it should be a first down. How long has this been a rule? It wasn't always like that in, in high school, was it? I think it has. I mean, really? I don't know for sure. And again, I don't. I used have to cover high school football. Known, but apparently, I was like just like uh, sleep at the wheel when I was covering high school football in Madison County. I used to cover high school football, but um, I didn't know that was a rule till this year. But I really, really like it. All right, up next, we're going to talk more Ohio State football and more. That is coming up next on the money. More of Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Scotty Vegas, Ohio State's men's basketball team coming off the Emerald Coast Classic Woo! Championship, beating Alabama, beating Santa Clara, blowing out Santa Clara, who came in 6-0, and disappointing the AI bot that wrote the story that Santa Clara had already beaten Ohio State. Um, looking good. They also got a win tonight over visiting Central Michigan. Bruce Thornton is a dude. Buckeyes now 6-1 and overall. Knocking on the door to be a top 25 team. I, I just want them to make the tournament, and I think they will. Yeah, I do too. And let's talk quickly about that uh, great weekend they had. Because Friday night, they were an eight-point underdog to Alabama, an Alabama team that's ranked. And uh, not only did they beat Alabama, they they manhandled Alabama. They looked fantastic. And then you get get Saturday night. 
you know, coming off on an, an emotional big win over Alabama, and you get a Santa Clara team that a lot of people could probably sleep on, but they were undefeated coming into that game, look good. They're probably a team that's going to be competing for the West Coast Conference Championship with Gonzaga, and they blew them out. I mean, they were only a six-point favorite, and they win the game by 30 points. And then tonight, you know, they go through the motions and, and take care of business against uh, Central Michigan. Huge first half from uh, Thornton. The difference for me on this Buckeye team than the Buckeye teams that we've seen in the last few years is just how confident and how good the backcourt is. And you got a little depth now with this backcourt. With We think that uh, Chapman's going to be a really good player. We're seeing things out of Bonner that we didn't necessarily know that we were going to get. So this is a team that I think has that ability to be potentially a top 25 team here very soon. Bruce Thornton being like, you know, a beast is huge. And we saw at the end of last year, like, man, if he can carry what he did in the Big Ten tournament into next year, we could be a problem. And he is. Yeah, he is so far, you know, and um, and I love you. You alluded to Dale Bonner. I love that Bonner can be a guy that can come off the bench, run the point, And if either just let Bruce take a rest or if Bruce is on the court, Bruce can then go to the, the two guard. Um, and Bonner now being a threat from three, I didn't see that coming, Scotty. Well, not only that, but Ohio State has never had depth at the center position either. And now you've got Akpara who's starting and giving quality minutes and can do some things. And then you've got Zed Key who you feel really confident with off the bench. So it's a little bit of a deeper team. It seems like this team's going to go nine, maybe ten deep. And then you've got young guys that we don't quite know exactly what Scotty Middleton's going to be. Uh, we don't know what Chapman's going to be yet, but they're probably going to figure in as this season goes and get better, get better and better. So I like with this Buckeye team how it's built. And uh, obviously the key is they, in the past, they've had good starts to seasons. Even last year, they started out the season really well. And then that, you know, once you got to January, things went downhill so it's cautiously optimistic that's how i'm going to put it cautiously optimistic about this team yeah and you know it's too bad that uh, scotty middleton had to miss this game tonight it's a minor injury but you know the the I guess the silver lining is Devin Rowe got to play more minutes. He came into this game averaging about 1.5 points a game. Last time I checked, toward the end of the game, he had seven points. Yeah. So it's good to see Devin Rowe get in there and get some extra minutes. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm not acting like this team is like a threat to win the national championship, but I do think they're going to get in the tournament, and we'll go from there. That's all I want. Just This is a tough Big Ten. they got a couple more tough non-conference games. I don't know how good West Virginia is, but... UCLA will be a good game. West Virginia, then it's Big Ten, baby. And just to give some betting perspective, Ohio State is 35th in the uh, betting odds for the national championship. They actually have the seventh best odds to win the Big Ten. So that kind of gives you kind of a gauge where the betting odds are right now. 35th in the country as far as winning the national championship, seventh in the Big Ten. So the Cleveland Browns, real quick, um, we all thought they would take care of business in Denver. That did not go well. No, it definitely did not. How, how are we feeling about the Browns? Mm, not Joe great. Joe Flacco could be the guy now. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, Joe Flacco could this be the guy now. This is a huge week for them. I feel like, you know, again, this is going to be a tough game winning at the Rams, but this almost feels like you got to get it. You know, you got to upset one of these, you know, not a tough schedule down the stretch. But this is almost a must win. I agree. The, the Rams are not that good. You're on the road, but I agree. You got to you gotta beat the Rams. That is our show for this evening. Thank you very much for joining us. For Scotty Vegas and Ryan Baker, I am Dave Biddle. This has been On The Mark. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, 
you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Thanks for listening to whichever game you were just listening to. Yay! Since it's over, let's join another riveting sporting contest. Yeah, yeah. Already in progress. Major emphasis for all three sides of the ball. Anybody who touches that rock to do everything in their power uh, to gain yards while maintaining ball security and then getting the ball on defense and special teams. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. Your chance to get an in-depth preview of the week ahead in Berea. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 97.1 The Fan is celebrating a quarter century of sports talk, play-by-play, and sheer nonsense. Morning Juice, Bishop and Prince, Rothman and Ice, Common Man and T-Bone, and the Buckeye Show. Download The Fan app today and listen anywhere, anytime. You're home for the Cleveland Browns, Ohio State Buckeyes, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. Here are your hosts, Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. Week 13 in the NFL, your Cleveland Browns on the road last week. They stay on the road out to Los Angeles as they head to SoFi Stadium for a Sunday afternoon kickoff with the Los Angeles Rams. And while there's a man like Jeffrey Lebowski, quite possibly the laziest in all of Los Angeles County, we know some hardworking Cleveland Browns, and we know a very hardworking man. Nathan Zagura joins us tonight for the Cleveland Browns preview show presented by Cardinal Credit Union. Mon frere, good evening to you. Mon frere, what a treat to be reunited with you. And boy, yes, indeed, it does feel so good. The Cleveland Browns out here, sun-kissed UCLA, where we are broadcasting from the Browns. Just concluded their first practice of the week uh, about an hour ago. And... uh, Uh, it's exciting. You know, I've never been a part of anything like this, going straight from Denver to L.A., spending the whole time here. The players kind of called it, you know, the the one day they had from kind of after they were done with their work Monday through, you know, Tuesday night as kind of like a mini-buy for them, and they felt recharged, rejuvenated. They got to do a lot of bonding, go to a lot of meals together. So we'll see what that, that, you know, portends for Sunday, but so far everybody's all smiles here in the sun. Well, there's been a long time, you, uh, and Nathan, you and I known each other a long time, over a decade now, and there's been times where yep. we've seen a, a, a good locker room, a not-so-great locker room, a locker room that's trying, trying to get together. This has been a locker room that's been together, Nathan, the entire year. They really have been, and there's no need to sell it because they've been so tight-knit, and they know they have an opportunity here to make a playoff push. But every single week we talk about injuries, and we will hear more, but it's nice to see such a tight-knit locker room, especially in professional football, buddy. No, you're exactly right. And I think that that was one of the goals for Kevin Stefanski and, and Andrew Barry and this organization when we went to the Greenbrier was to give you know this football team an opportunity to really get together, to spend time together, to know each other, and so that they would care about each other and thus, and thus play for each other. And that this is, this is 
it's not hyperbole. Like you said, you don't have to say it, but I will. This is the best locker room, closest locker room in my 11 seasons with the Browns. Not even, yeah. And it's not even close. I mean, this is this seems like a very special locker room. These guys love each other. Uh, and, you know, they've had to deal with a lot of adversity, and I think that has helped them deal with the adversity in terms of the injuries that have mounted and continue to mount for this football team. Yeah, it, you know, it's 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 been such a, a tough ride because, you know, they're 7-4, and four and it's like, hey, this is a good record. This is a playoff yep. team type of record. But every single week it seems like there is another blow to maybe the psyche of the fans because, hey, Denzel Ward had the shoulder injury. Then Miles Garrett has the shoulder injury. And now we're starting to get the duct tape out and seeing if we can get this thing together. Nathan, you saw practice today. Again, their minds are in it. Their souls are in it. But when we talk about these injuries, it, it starts and finishes with Miles Garrett. A scare earlier this week. You know, we've heard a couple of the reports. Some of them have been conflicting. But Miles, there is definitely a buy-in. There's a lot at stake for him personally, obviously professionally with this football team. He's going to try to give it a go if he possibly can. Yeah, and I think there's there's uh, there's certainly optimism about Miles Garrett and his availability for Sunday, and and he's been feeling better. No sling on that arm. He was running around today. Uh, he looked great to me. Um, you know, obviously did not practice with the shoulder, but. I, I think right now it is significantly more likely that Miles Garrett plays on Sunday against the Rams than he does not. That's excellent, uh, Nathan. When we looked at the game on Sunday against the against the Denver Broncos, you know things just kind of got away from us there in the fourth quarter. But I go back to Dorian Thompson Robinson. Now we know that he's going through concussion protocol as yep. of right now, and it's seven o'clock on the East Coast. It's four o'clock over there. But for for a guy like Dorian Thompson Robinson, how far do you think he's come so far throughout this season? Because I thought he really looked nice as that game started to progress, and that was one of the bad things. Really tough things about that loss, not just losing the football game against the Denver Broncos, but I thought Dorian was starting to put together a pretty nice game and a pretty good effort until he was knocked out. Oh, no, you're exactly right. And, and, you know, the last three drives that he's led have all resulted in points for the Cleveland Browns. And, in fact, they were a 13-play, 57-yard drive for a field goal in the second quarter, 11 plays, 67 yards for a field goal at the end of the third quarter, uh, second quarter, and then this first drive in the third quarter, 13 plays, 79 yards for a touchdown. So he orchestrated, basically, in those three drives where he put up 12, should have been 14 points, but put up 12 points and orchestrated, you know, 124 and a 200 and three yards of offense, averaging 71 yards per clip, basically, on those three drives. So I thought he did a fantastic job there for the Cleveland Browns, or maybe it's 68-ish yards per clip. But yeah, I, th- I love the way he played. And you go back to that third down pass to Amari Cooper on third and eight on the touchdown drive. They get a free runner on the blitz, throws it on his back foot way before he has to. Amari's even broken. Perfect ball on the out, and then he started ripping it. 16-yarder to Chief, 17-yarder to Chief. Had a potential touchdown on a beautiful back shoulder ball to the Chief, and then did get the touchdown to Harrison Bryant. But I honestly thought we were going to win the game if he did not get hurt. It felt like we had all the momentum at that point. You know, Then you have the drop two-point conversion, which is uncharacteristic for Amari. They get a field goal, and then he gets knocked out on that next drive. And, and at that point, it, it just felt like the game was over, unfortunately, for the Browns. But I loved his progress. I was very encouraged by that. You know, if we would, if we didn't have all the drops we've had in his last two games as a starter, we're talking about guys completing sixty-seven to seventy percent of his passes. Like, you know, that's good. 
Nathan, I, I got to bring that up with you because it, you spend a lot of time around wide receivers. You know, we make jokes, you know, wide receivers, they're your pet cats. And I'll admit, like, hey, I got kind of a blind spot with yep. some of the wide receivers. There's a lot of guys I have hope for, but there's sometimes I'll admit, like, hey, there's not a lot that I'll know. So I got to ask you, you know, when we talk about wide receivers, pass catchers, obviously, like, like David Njoku, you know, over the last couple of weeks, we've seen a little bit more on the drop side. How does Dorian Thompson Robinson, when he's able to get out of protocol, when he's able to work with these guys, is there adjustments that this young man needs to make, or is this maybe more? I mean, David Njoku put it all on himself. He didn't say anything about the rookie. He put it on himself. But are there adjustments that maybe the pass catchers need to make here? And I don't know what those are. I mean, it's just do what you always have done, right? Catch the mm-hmm. ball. I mean, DTR was able to complete 69.6% of his passes right here at UCLA last season with what we would consider to be probably inferior pass catchers than those that he's playing with with the Cleveland Browns. So I don't know. It kind of It's one of those situations that is befuddling. And, you know, obviously it's partly physical and technique, and then it becomes a little bit mental, right? So I think it's just one of those things where you got to catch a bunch of them and then you kind of forget that you even were worried about catching it, and then you go about your business. But, you know, for DTR, I think there are times where perhaps the players are expecting the ball on one shoulder and he's throwing it to the other shoulder. And I think that comes with time and with reps to see things the same way. But the reality is, you know, the Cleveland Browns, regardless of quarterback, have dropped about 9.3% of their on-target passes this year, which is the highest rate in the NFL. Wow. So that whatever is causing it, I don't know, but that's got to get cleaned up. This team, with all the injuries, has such a thin you know, margin of error that yeah. you can't – and self-inflicted wounds – we don't have time for that. We don't have time for getting down 14 nothing on the road as we have three straight games. That is something that's got to change this Sunday against the Rams. And, and you can't have back-breaking turnovers, back-breaking penalties, and then back-breaking drops, which the Browns unfortunately have had. Yeah, and we'll preview the Rams here in a moment. Joe Flacco with the team today. Uh, there was plenty of pictures online going, wow, this is surreal. Even even though we saw him in Berea last week, it's it's just surreal to see Joe yeah, Flacco uh, totally. in a Cleveland Browns jersey. Kevin Stefanski announced today, you know, DTR still uh, listed as QB1 going yep. into this football game against the Rams, but Joe Flacco, the backup, and because of protocol, we don't know yet, uh, may be called into action on Sunday. What should fans expect out of Joe Flacco if he has to play and a Joe Flacco offense if he has to play? I don't think it'll change so much other than the fact you won't see you probably won't see as much pistol and you certainly won't see any quarterback designed runs or, yeah. or really a lot of you know read option type situations. But what you will see, and we saw that out here today, he can still spin it. I mean, the ball is beautiful coming out of his hand, tight spiral. He's still got a cannon, can push the ball down the field. So I think you'll see maybe more deep shots. I think he throws, it appeared today anyway, that he threw a very catchable ball. Um, it, it, he looked good. He looked good out here. So I think you'll see you know, uh, maybe a little bit more under center um, and that play action off of that, some of the boots. Those things that he's familiar with. Because remember, with the Jets, Mike LaFleur was their offensive coordinator there. Mike LaFleur was with Kyle Shanahan, so has kind of a lot of those Shanahan-Kubiak influences. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be a lot of similar concepts and probably even some similar verbiage for him. Uh, I was talking to some of the guys today, and they said the thing that they were the most impressed with, other than how nicely he threw the ball, was he in 10 days had the play calls down. and. This is a, a some of these are very long, very wordy play calls. So that gave a lot of the players obviously a lot of confidence, and you know that he's kind of come in here and in ten days taken a crash course, put his nose to the you know to the tape room and nose to the playbook, and it was impressive today.
It's a tough pace to put you through, but I have to ask, what usually goes into, without giving away too much, Nathan, what usually goes into a Wednesday practice during the regular season as we gear up for Sunday? So on Wednesday, you're going to go through kind of your basic early downs. You're going to do some of your uh, first and second down plays, really, and then you'll go through the week and you get to more of the third down short yardage and red zone on Fridays. Wednesdays have been for the Browns, you know, you've seen the practice reports every week, a day to kind of give those veterans another day to heal their body. Uh, not a, a, It is not a long, full-speed practice. Um, they've been a little bit lighter, but they're still very important. And I think, you know, when you look at the quarterback situation, I like DTR a lot. I think he's absolutely deserves to keep his job. Um, and I think he has a chance to continue to grow in this offense. And we're starting to see flashes of really what that could look like. But it, it's got to be tough for him if he's not getting a couple of the looks. This guy's only started three games. So yeah. if he's not able to practice today, not able to practice tomorrow, you know, if he returns on Friday, you're still going to get the money stuff, right? Third downs, two minute, goal line, uh, red zone, short yardage. But. I feel like that might be a tough situation for the Browns. That's And that's kind of the unknown right now with the quarterback situation for this week. No, I agree. And and I think you're trying to do two things at once if you're Kevin Stefanski. And it makes it hard because, you know, he, he's a he's a fifth-round rookie that has a lot of promise. He played a lot yep. of college football. Yep. And so there's a lot of things that you can tell. Okay, he gets this a little earlier. He gets that a little earlier. We could put him in business. And this is a guy who I think might be a person who is a long-term backup solution for the Cleveland yes. Browns. Deshaun yes. Watson comes back in 2024. So, you know, it's a 7-4 and four football team, Nathan. I don't want to lose sight on what the goal is. The goal is to play week night and week 20 and so on. But That's also, right. you want to make sure that there is seasoning for this young man to go into the offseason, know what he needs to do, kind of relax, get a good offseason going, and then go into 2024 with the ground running and ready to back up Deshaun Watson. So there's a lot of juggling that Kevin Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt and everybody has to do on this staff. But No, you're exactly right about that. And and the goal is to win, to your point. The, go- yes. the, the goal for this is to win and to get in the playoffs and you know, DTR, I think, gives them a, a good chance to win with his combination of his arm and his legs um, and what he can do there. And you're right. Like, if, if let's say, Flacco starts against the Rams and lights it up, then, okay, you, maybe you say, okay, the veteran. I, but I think ideal situation for everybody is that DTR continues to improve every week. And you have a guy who, you know, we got, what, one, two, three, six games left? Then yeah. a guy in six weeks... Is somebody that you're really confident in going into the playoffs because he's got a little bit more seasoning. He's seen more defenses. He's played in more important situations. Because you're right, DTR is this year and the future backup. It's what he was drafted to be. It was the backup in 2024, played so well, ended up in the backup in 2023. But, yeah, you want him to be playing. And I think Joe Flacco is probably, you know, because of what he's seen in the league cerebrally, well ahead of DTR. But from at this point in their respective careers, the age difference, you know, there's certainly more upside in Dorian Thompson Robinson. And that's something you want to tap into and explore and nurture and, and grow. You have an opportunity not only for him to to really develop much quicker than he would have had he not played a single snap this year, yeah. but also, you know, build his confidence, build the team's confidence in him in the event that next year, you know, hopefully it's not any games, but if Deshaun were to miss a game or two, 
that he'd be able to step in and it would be you know seamless. With 67 different quarterbacks starting last year, we'll probably eclipse that number this year. I mean, it's just it's just a known fact. we got a lot of guys who are able to get out there and scoop, but that means there's going to be a lot more guys that uh, have to take a week or two off and sometimes even more, as we're seeing around the league, both in our situation and with the Cincinnati Bengals. Nathan, real quick, a, a yep. preview of the Rams. I mean, they're a good football team, 5-6, and six. Sean McVay. One of the bright young coaches in the league. A lot of not a lot of people know outside of you and a lot of insiders that he spent his entire life within NFL walls because of his family. And this is a guy who gets both the scheming and what it takes to get a locker room's attention. And he's got a veteran quarterback doing a great job there in Matt Stafford, who's definitely a leader for that football team. This is a formidable foe coming up Sunday afternoon. Yeah, they're a team that's, you know, they've won two games in a row. They just waxed the Arizona Cardinals. Their stats are by and large, fairly average. But if if Stafford plays, I think they probably beat the Green Bay Packers. And if that, then they'd be a six and five team. Now, four of their five wins have come in the division. Matt Stafford though can still play. Four touchdowns last week had his best game of the year on the season. He's got twenty five hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns, nine picks. They've got a really good young running back, Kyron Williams, who's finally healthy again. He is in seven games has 765 total yards and nine touchdowns last week, over 200 total yards and two scores. So you know they can run it effectively. They ran for 228 yards last week. And then on the receivers, you know, they got talent. Tutu Atwell's got some speed. Puka Nakua's 76 yards away from 1,000, and Cooper Cup's back. So this is a team that you have to contend with. And then defensively, they've got Aaron Donald, who can wreck a game. So it's a good team. This is a good test for the Cleveland Browns. You're absolutely right about that. Folks, the Rolling Stones live. Stones Tour 24. Yes, Hackney Diamonds on Saturday, June 15th at Cleveland Browns Stadium. Tickets are on sale this Friday. This Friday. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash Rolling Stones for more information. Coming up in a bit, Nathan and I will take you around the league. Gerard Cherry will join us on the phone as well. We'll go over the game on Sunday against the Denver Broncos and preview the L.A. Rams. But up next, Nathan Zagura sits down with Brown's second-year running back Jerome Ford about what's to come over these final six games as the Browns make the playoff push in 2023. You're listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. In celebration of Conrad's 38-store opening in Canton, get up to $150 back on a set of four eligible Bridgestone tires using your CFNA credit card. Bridgestone, official tire of the Cleveland Browns, proudly sold at your hometown. Conrad. iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. For a limited time, trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium and iPad and Apple Watch SE. All on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. iPhone requires Unlimited Ultimate plan first. Service plan required for iPad and Apple Watch $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line required first. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit. Up to $459.99 device payment purchase with new line on eligible plan required per Apple Watch or iPad. Less up to $459.99 promo credit per device applied. 0% APR. Additional terms and conditions apply. University Hospitals Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute. Nationally recognized for precise diagnosis and treatment with the highest quality outcomes. Top-rated specialists. More treatment options. More life-saving interventions and more clinical research to bring the latest therapies to patients. When you need heart and vascular care, University Hospital's Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute is here for you. Learn more at uhhospitals.org slash heart. In Cleveland, we believe in working hard and football. That's 
wife, Cross Country Mortgage, is the official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns. That's two teams dedicated to getting it done and bringing home wins for the land. From buy to refi, let Cross Country Mortgage help you score the best loan. Go get one done. One, three, one, two, three. Reach out today at ccm.com. Equal housing opportunity. All loans subject to underwriting approval. Cross Country Mortgage, LLC. NMLS 3029. When you're in the dog pound, you're on our turf. Forever Lawn is the official synthetic turf partner of the Cleveland Browns, providing high-performance synthetic grass products for everything from playgrounds and pet parks to backyards and stadiums. As an international company based in Northeast Ohio, we have a 20-year winning record of providing quality products and service and are excited to leverage our premier partnerships to further serve our customers and their communities. Visit foreverlawn.com to discover the possibilities of grass without limits. That's foreverlawn.com. Toyota-thon is on. It's time to celebrate this year-end event in an adventurous new Toyota. Featuring trucks built to outlast and outlive, like the powerful new Tundra. Now through December 5th, Toyota is offering $1,000 APR cash on any new gas-powered Tundra SR, SR5, or Limited model when financed with approved credit through TFS. Plus, every new Toyota comes with two years no-cost maintenance. Get details at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Good school attendance is the foundation for student success. Even missing a few days a month can have a lasting impact on learning. The Cleveland Browns Foundation is a proud founding partner of the Stay in the Game Network, partnering with school districts to dramatically improve attendance in Ohio. The network partners with more than 40 school districts, impacting more than 230,000 students. Increasing attendance is a team sport. Visit stayinthegame.org to take action and support strong attendance in your community. Times have changed here at Cardinal Credit Union because now anyone can join. When you open an account, you instantly have access to all the products and services we offer, regardless of where you live or work. The myth of having to belong to a specific group to bank with Cardinal has changed. We call it instant membership. Open an account today and enjoy the most competitive rates on savings and lending products. Visit our branches or join online at cardinalcu.com. People helping people. Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. In celebration of Conrad's 38th store opening in Canton, get up to $150 back on a set of four eligible Bridgestone tires using your CFNA credit card. Bridgestone, official tire of the Cleveland Browns, proudly sold at your hometown. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. Friends, be a part of the most passionate fan base in all the NFL. Join Next Gen STM, presented by Ticketmaster, the official waitlist of your Cleveland Browns. Being a Next Gen STM is the best chance to become a season ticket member in future seasons. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash waitlist to reserve your spot today. Up in a bit, Nathan and I will take you around the league. Right now, our very own Nathan Zagura sat down with Browns running back Jerome Ford from UCLA. Very happy to be joined now by Browns running back Jerome Ford, the leading rusher for your 2023 Cleveland Browns. Jerome had it going the last week there in the, against Denver. What did you see in the ground game? And really for yourself now, starting to get the you know, 100 yards against the Ravens. It feels like you're kind of hitting your stride the last few weeks. Uh, you know, just seeing the offensive line reset the line of scrimmage and, uh, you know, move dudes around, big dudes, and, and uh, Coach Stump for helping me out. 
pretty much with, you know, really understanding the run game and the blocking scheme. And, you know, I think those were the key things, the O-line pushing people and me actually tuning in with Coach Stump and, you know, figuring out where the blocking is going. I felt like you guys had a lot of success running on second and long. It was That was really kind of some of the only few times they kind of got out of that big personnel that they were playing, even when we were going in lighter personnel. Is that something you're starting to see more of on early downs, teams putting more guys out there and really trying to take away the run? Yeah. Um, Stacking a box, uh, five down, that kind of thing. Try to take away the run. Um, You know, and coach, you know, he put together, he's going to put together a good plan to stop it, and we're going to, you know, get behind that plan and make sure we in tune with the plan uh, for when they put that front or that box in front of us just so that we can, um, you know, execute and have success. Yeah, that's that's the name of the game, right? What's it like for you so far this week? Coming out right from Denver here to L.A., you guys about to hit the practice field for the first time, but what's it been like kind of for you guys as a team to kind of have almost not, it's not a vacation because it's a business trip, but you had one day off there in Los Angeles. Uh, it, it was pretty straightforward. Uh, we came in, chilled for most of the day, got our luggage. Uh, I sat and played my game most of the day. Want to experience some, you know, L.A. food and stuff like that. So uh, we went to a little restaurant and uh, I did that. But other than that, you know, like you said, it's a business trip. Not here to really, you know, have a vacation. Where did you go to dinner? I think it was Catch LA. Yeah, how was it? It was pretty good, actually. The food was really good. Yeah, that's a good. They got some in New York as well. They're all, all over the place, the Catch. That's a good brand. All right, so as you guys get ready here today, you know, you've had many quarterbacks hand the ball off to you. Potentially a fourth quarterback could be handing the ball off to you this season. How do you guys kind of stay steady with all that change and potential chaos at the quarterback spot? Uh, just doing our individual job, uh, next man up mentality, and, you know, making sure he's comfortable and, you know, we make the. Like, like, you know, like, uh, I don't really, I don't know how to do it besides an example, but, uh, you know, like, say a wide receiver run a route and, you know, just coming up to him and talking to him about it or, if, you know, we run a play, it's like, yo, like, this is where I'm going to be on this play and just making sure we all gel together the right way. In the passing game especially, the checkdowns are there. It feels like we've been just a little off on some of those. Is that part of what you're talking about is trying to get on the same page? But you may think it's coming on your back shoulder and it's on your front shoulder. You may think it's coming on your front shoulder and it's on your back shoulder, things like that. Yeah, things like that, you know, uh, just running around so that, you know, we're on the same page or him throwing the ball so we know the same page and then talking about it. Like, if we get this look, we're going to do this, and if we get this look, we're going to do that. Just, you know, making sure we're both, like, comfortable, and we'll get that in practice with meshes and, and time. So, yeah. When you see the Rams on tape, what do you see from that defense? see big physical dudes. Uh, you know, they got 99. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a beast. And, uh, you know, from, from, you know, 53 at linebacker. Uh, they, they got a real good team, man. You know, we're just looking forward to the competition, looking forward to competing and having a good game. When you see that five down front, what kind of goes through your head? If it's called, let's say it's an outside zone, are you hoping to get them to flow so you can hit the cutback like you did last week? What's kind of the thought process when you see those kind of fronts? Uh, you know, just reading it out, you know, uh, going through my read and making sure, like, you know, no matter who we plan, just making staying true to my read, no matter what the run is, you know, whether it's outside zone, inside zone, uh, just staying true to my read, no matter what they do on film. And, you know, just keeping in the back of my mind what they do on film and, you know, still reading it out top and bottom. How happy are you when you think about, you know, your rookie year? Come out of Cincinnati where you're so dominant. Got your rookie year, eight carries the whole season. 
great job on kick returns. But now you're the guy again, carrying the ball, working in this committee backfield, but you are the primary runner. Is that something that's just so much more natural and comfortable for you to be able to get those carries, get into a rhythm over the course of a game? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, going from kick, well, going from running back to kick return and not having been playing kick return was a big, it was, a, like I said, a challenge. And, you know, last year, Coach Prefin and the special teams coaches were behind me, Bravo, and Coach Stump also behind me, making sure, like, you know, pregame I'm catching the ball and, you know, just giving me tips and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, it's been fun, you know, being able to get into running back and, you know, be, be a, I guess, a factor on the team. And a yes, you're a factor. Yeah. In a different way other than kick return. But, uh, yeah, pretty much fun and challenging, too. No doubt. It's a, it's a tough job, and it's one that at times is thankless, although you do have a lot of Browns fans who want them all run on every single play, so they're always calling for more Jerome Ford. What's it been like having Nick Chubb? He comes out at the Pittsburgh Steelers game, gets that ovation, and then he's on this trip with you guys here. What's it been like having him back around? Uh, he he kind of always been around us, uh, and it's, it's been fun. You know, he's been, he been giving me tips here and there. Um, about you know where to put the ball and what he's seen on film from the team that we're going to play and what he's seen on the previous tape. Uh, he, he pretty much everything that he can't do on the field, he's just pushing it to me and, and making sure that you know the running back room stay kind of you know flowing in the same direction. And you know if he can't be out there, he gonna make sure that like he's he, I guess you could say that he's felt through us. Yeah, what a teammate, right? And probably for you as a young running back in this league, you couldn't ask for much more of a better mentor than Nick Chubb to be giving you. All that knowledge. Yeah, you're right. Uh, do like Nick Chubb, do that, do everything right, and that's also like credit to Coach Stump. Coach Stump wanted to do so, Coach him and you know, pretty much just taking everything we, that I can from Coach Stump, so that I can be on par well, you know, with Nick. Even though that's a that's a big shoes to fill, but um, you know, Nick Nick is the ultimate pro in my opinion. I feel like you know, from top to bottom, whether it's being on time, uh, taking notes. Uh, the way he practices, the, and obviously the way he plays. So, you know, it's been really great to have him as a mentor in the room. Does that mean this offseason you're going to try to squat 8 billion pounds? I wouldn't say all that, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we get down to like 3 billion. <laughs> there it is. Perfect. Jerome, thank you so much for the time. Best of luck this Sunday against the Rams. Thank you. Our very own Nathan Zagura with Brown's second-year running back, Jerome Ford. By the way, I said it from UCLA. They're from the UCLA practice facility. That, of course, is where the Browns are practicing this week. Of course, Jerome Ford went to UC down in Cincinnati. I knew that, but I didn't want to leave everybody in the lurch on things. Anyway, Cleveland Browns Daily. I want to remind you that they'll be broadcasting live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Brooklyn next Tuesday, December 5th from 1 to 3 p.m. Special guest Kevin Mack will sign autographs from 2 to 3 p.m. Visit the Cleveland Browns Facebook page to learn more. Coming up next, Nathan and I take you around the league for Week 13. You're listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. She, lying there longingly, hopeful. Perhaps this is the night he tries. You, before the bathroom mirror, bearish belly hanging over the worn elastic of your briefs. If only there were a way to help you muster the fire, the attention span. Alas, there is a place, nay, an oasis plentiful with wands and rings, potions and elixirs to restore your vitality, your passion. Lion's Den, the official oasis of pleasure, passion, and romance. Here at the Waterworks, our customers call us all kinds of names. We almost had a disaster. You're my sewer saver. My home feels so much better. Thank you for being my furnace fixer. Call us whatever you'd like, but first, you have to call us. 
give the Waterworks a ring at 614-232-2222. Better care, better value, better results. That's what you get with the Waterworks plumbing, drain, and heating and cooling services. Honda savings are on during Happy Honda Days. Save thousands with 0.9% financing on the 2023 Honda Ridgeline with two years of complimentary maintenance included. Oil changes, tire rotations, and more. Holiday inventory is here. Get 0.9% financing plus two years of scheduled maintenance on us. Happy Honda Days is on. Search your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details for well-qualified buyers. Offer ends 1-2-24. Hey everybody, it's Austin Ward. If you heard about someone shedding 27 pounds in a month, you'd probably be thinking, ah, must be those new injection meds. Well, hold that thought, because those are only going to average about 5 to 7 pounds dropped in a month. What medication does in 4 months, I did in 4 weeks with Awaken 180. I'm not just blowing smoke here. I've actually lost 27 pounds in a single month with Awaken 180. And the best part, it's not just a quick fix. Unlike those injections where 80% of people gain the weight back, I'm learning how to keep it off for good. The changes aren't just numbers on a scale. We're talking two pant sizes down, shirts that are practically parachutes, and sleep. I'm getting the best Zs of my life. So if you're looking to slide through the holidays dropping pounds instead of piling them on, why not follow in my lead, follow Chop's lead, give Awaken 180 a call. Call 844-346-1800 or visit awaken180weightloss.com. Let's make this holiday season count. Save big money in your next painting project now at Menards. Freshen up your home with Dutch Boy Forever Interior Paint. It's a paint and primer in one that's washable, scrubbable, and stain resistant. And with Arm & Hammer technology, it contributes to the reduction of common household odors. Get smooth, even coverage and pick up a gallon of flat today for $32.96. Remember, a Menards gift card makes a great gift. Price is good through December 3rd. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. Download the Fan app for free and immerse yourself in sports goodness. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. This is Browns defensive end Miles Garrett. This is Greg Newsom II, and you are listening to the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. University Hospitals is your hometown medical team, an official health care provider of the Cleveland Browns. Browns and Rams from SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California, 425 p.m. The kickoff on Sunday. You'll be able to hear it on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Nathan Zagura joining me in for Gerard Cherry tonight. But don't worry, Gerard is going to join us on the phone coming up here in the next segment. But right now, Nathan and I are going to take you around the league for Week 13. And Nathan, first off, how worried should the Colts be about losing Jonathan Taylor, buddy boy? I mean, they were fine without him in the beginning of the year. It was honestly one of the stranger things. They had him sit out. They have the contract dispute. Zach Moss, I think, was leading the NFL in rushing after four games. They beat the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, so I think that, obviously, he started to play well, and you could see that. But to me, you know, Zach Moss has been very good for them. So I think it's obviously a bummer. But at the same time, I don't think it's devastating. And I'll quote somebody, you know, and... And I don't think he's nearly as good as Nick Chubb, but you said if, if losing Nick Chubb is derails the season, then that's a it wasn't going to be a real season anyway. Yeah, boy, a lot of these teams here in the AFC, Nathan, I mean, you look up and down, and you see all these teams, and they have these great quarterbacks, and we're going, this is just going to be so tough. And now, 
all these QBs hurt in 2023. And I liken this almost to old NASCAR races where they would take the front end off the whole thing and get back out there and see if they could get some laps up. I mean, that's how everybody's kind of putting it together. Anthony Richardson out at the beginning of the year. They've kind of gone up and down with the quarterback situation in Indianapolis. We'll talk about another one coming up with the Vikings here momentarily. But you're seeing a lot of old-style football. You mentioned Zach Moss, other teams trying to run the ball. It's a different type of AFC. We thought that when Russell Wilson first got traded to the Denver Broncos, we thought they were going to, quote, let Russ cook, and we saw it on Sunday. I mean, they're managing him as best they possibly can to eliminate their turnovers. I mean, this is some old-style football we've been watching in 2023. It is, because in so many cases, teams are decimated, as you pointed out, and and the thing that kills you are turnovers. And you look at Mm -hmm. the reason that the Broncos have won five straight games is they're plus 13 in the turnover differential in those five. They've taken it away some ungodly thing like 16 times in the last five games. That's how they're winning. And then Russ is making plays what he needs to, but just managing it. And, And kind of for the Browns, that's who we need to be, right? Is a team that takes care of the football, that takes it away on defense, and we have an excellent defense, and we all know that. And then a team that, you know, is able to grind out those tough wins, much like we did against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's got to be the M.O. for a lot of teams in this league right now, and you can still be very competitive that way, and you can win games that way, but that's got to be what it is. Vikings just lost 12-10 to 10 back on Monday night. Oof. They're activating Justin Jefferson over this bye week. And listening to Kevin O'Connell, it, it is not set in stone that Josh Dobbs is going to start in Week 14 for the Vikings. Who has the better shot to make the playoffs? Is it the Vikings or the Green Bay Packers? Because, hey, you look up, and Jordan Love's playing some really nice football. Yeah, when I was doing my prep for the Browns and the Steelers, I watched Green Bay played Pittsburgh the week before, and they came up short and, and there were a lot of factors that went into that, but I really thought I came away from that game being like, Jordan Love's actually pretty good. Looks yeah. good dropping back. He can absolutely throw the ball. He just he looked good, was completely in control, in command, and I, I said, I think they're pretty good. Right now, they're a much scarier team to me than the Minnesota Vikings. I think that the Green Bay Packers are a better football team right now than the Minnesota Vikings. Boy, they're really starting to fly. And a lot of people, I think that a lot of people were exposed to Jordan Love for the first time in a while in that Thanksgiving Day game going, wow, this this guy can actually throw. This guy's, he's good. I mean, we left him for dead after the first three weeks of the season. He'd started off well, and then things cooled off dramatically. People were talking about his future with the football team. But now he and Matt LaFleur, they've really started to get the things together, and that offense has started to sing. Big game tomorrow night already Thursday night football week 13 and the Seattle Seahawks are taking on Dallas who needs to win it more Seattle to stay afloat or Dallas to prove they can beat a team with a winning record I mean I think Dallas to be able to say yeah we're amongst the league's elite they've got to win that game Seattle to me doesn't feel like a team that is they're not a threat to come out of the NFC so I think the team that is is potentially the Dallas Cowboys you've got right now you've got the Niners the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys and I think that's kind of like a full stop like it would be to me one of the most and the and the Detroit Lions I like Detroit as well if one of those four teams does not come out of the NFC I would be I'd be floored I would be, I'd absolutely be stunned. I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I like Detroit. I mean, they're turning the ball over like crazy, though. Philadelphia, Nathan. Everybody looking at Philadelphia, like when when's this thing going to fall apart? Like, I, I and I follow a lot of guys from WIP out there in Philly, 
and it's always these big conversations that they're going after some of the national media. When is yep. the Super Bowl swoon going to happen, finally? And they, you see Nick Sirianni, buddy. They win more fourth-quarter games than anybody in the league. Yep. They've been able to grind teams out. They were able to get that win against Buffalo just the other evening. They're 10-1, and and if it weren't for that terrible game against the Jets, we could still be talking about an undefeated team. They look very dangerous coming back. I don't think it's a Super Bowl hangover for them. Not at all. And I think they just played and won in the game of the week, right? That was the game of the week or the year, Easily. I think, last yeah. week against the Buffalo Bills. You've got Jalen Hurts is so good, so clutch. They've got A.J. Brown. They've got Devontae Smith. DeAndre Swift was one of the best offseason acquisitions that was made in the league this year. They're going to get Dallas Goddard back. And then they've got a great defense that's anchored by one of the best defensive lines in football, if not the best. So, yeah, the, the Eagles are are very legit. I mean, you've got right now, I think... The, it's funny, coming into the season, we thought the AFC was going to be so deep and so loaded, and the injuries have really taken their toll on our conference. But the best two teams in the league, for my money right now, are both in the NFC, the Niners and the Eagles. Yeah, both with teams. Both are teams that have good defensive lines. Both are teams that are going after quarterbacks. Both are teams that are able to control the line of scrimmage the best they can. I like Philadelphia's offensive line, obviously, a lot more than the 49ers, but the schemes of Kyle Shanahan, he's able to get some guys open in running lanes there. Fact or fiction, real quick, Nathan, after a big game against Buffalo, this portends into this question. Jalen Hurts is the favorite for the NFL MVP. I don't know if he is. Uh, I think you've got Jalen Hurts, I think Brock Purdy, I think C.J. Stroud, and and Mahomes are probably your, your MVP quarterbacks right now that would really be in that mix. Yeah. I, well, I, I like Jalen. Boy, it just seems that if somebody could... It, it, we like brand names, and it feels like it's just not there yet with him. He's a great young quarterback. Obviously, I'm a big fan, but I, I think that people, the voters might go in some of the brand name directions. Jalen's close, but I just don't know if he's there yet. Nathan, thank you as always. Of course, I'll be talking to you Pleasure. again tomorrow night on the Kevin Stefanski Show. Up next, Gerard Cherry. He's a sideline reporter for your Cleveland Browns radio network and usually the co-host of this show. But we're in a different week because it's Wednesday and they're out in Los Angeles, so we had to change some things around. But don't worry, Gerard Cherry joins us next to give us his thoughts on last week's game and a look ahead to the Browns and Rams coming up on Sunday. You're listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show, presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. From the east side to the west side, from the muni lot to the dog pound, we rally around the Browns no matter what. At Elk and Elk, no matter how tough things get, we fight for every client every day. And if you've been injured, the best fans in the world deserve award-winning attorneys to get them the compensation they need. Elk and Elk is proud to stand with you at every game and every try. Elk and Elk, proud partner of the Cleveland Browns. Times have changed here at Cardinal Credit Union because now anyone can join. When you open an account, you instantly have access to all the products and services we offer, regardless of where you live or work. The myth of having to belong to a specific group to bank with Cardinal has changed. 
We call it Instant Membership. Open an account today and enjoy the most competitive rates on savings and lending products. Visit our branches or join online at cardinalcu.com. People helping people. Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. In Cleveland, we believe in working hard and football. That's why Cross Country Mortgage is the official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns. That's two teams dedicated to getting it done and bringing home wins for the land. From buy to refi, let Cross Country Mortgage help you score the best loan. Go get one done. One, two, three, one, two, three. Reach out today at ccm.com. Equal housing opportunity. All loans subject to underwriting approval. Cross Country Mortgage, LLC. NMLS 3029 iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. For a limited time, trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium and iPad and Apple Watch SE. All on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Act now. Visit Verizon.com. iPhone requires Unlimited Ultimate plan first. Service plan required for iPad and Apple Watch. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line required first. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit. Up to $459.99 device payment purchase with new line on eligible plan required per Apple Watch or iPad. Less up to $459.99 promo credit per device applied. 0% APR. Additional terms and conditions apply. Calling all Browns fans and dog lovers. Join the Barking Backers Club, the fan club for dogs presented by Milkbone in association with Embrace Pet Insurance and Pet Supplies Plus. You'll get access to premium live events and your furry friend will receive a membership kit that they'll love. The Barking Backers is the ultimate fan club for dogs and the perfect way to show your love for your four-legged friend and for your Cleveland Browns. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com or on the Browns mobile app. But don't wait. Spots are limited. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Ken Carmen and Gerard Cherry. Browns fans, from now until December 31st, visit your local grocery store and purchase a 12-pack of Bud Light and a 12-ounce package of sugared ale bacon and receive a $5 rebate. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash bacon and beer to learn more. And remember, if you drink, don't drive, decide to ride, and enjoy responsibly. Ken Carmen, alongside of Nathan's girl, we welcome in Gerard Cherry to get you ready for the Browns and Rams coming up on Sunday. Of course, we usually talk to Gerard all throughout the day on the Cleveland Browns preview show presented by Cardinal Credit Union. But Gerard, out in sunny California right now, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, Gerard, are you talking to Justin Wilcox right now about going 7-6? and six? Is that what you're doing right now? What are you doing out there? I was on campus, but I did not have an opportunity to speak with him about seven and six. That's for sure. <laughs> I tell you, I, 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 you know, now, folks, Gerard is a Cal uh, a grad. I mean, he is an alum, so I can say this. And, I mean, he is – Gerard is full of passionate opinions, and he is passionate about football, and he's had strong opinions about Cal. I got to tell you, Gerard, I was thinking of you. They started out three and six, and I went, yeah, this isn't going well. They win their last three – bowl eligible. I think Justin Wilcox is doing as as good a job as about anybody could do in this generation of Cal football, bud. You're exactly right, and please don't make the mistake of not giving that guy more money or telling him that we want someone else. Cal is notorious <laughs> for doing just that and letting a good thing go. Keep yeah, him. yeah. We get potential right ACC that. coach of the year one day. Well, I'll tell you what, that's right. That's absolutely right. I mean, it's 
It's going to be tough. I, I mean, West Virginia found out when they first went to the Big 12, like, ooh, those are long plane rides there that mm. you have to go play conference football. But either way, Gerard, we got to get ready for some NFL football coming up on Sunday. But we got to go over the Denver Broncos game yeah, defensively. I mean, you played safety in the league a long time. You're a three-time Super Bowl champion. The Browns, great at home, on defense, on the road. What's going on with the 14-point spots here over the last few road games? Just sluggish, sloppy, not clean football play, Ken. It's really simple. You can't have big chunk penalties and plays on opening drives in the first quarter, and that's really what it is. It shouldn't take you a quarter to warm up. Now, I have been on record of saying the following. When you play in Denver, it takes about a quarter and a half to get acclimated to the elevation. No doubt about that. But there is no excuse for not playing clean football. Now, is that maybe a process of you not – having your win and you're panicking and you simply aren't in your right faculties because of the elevation, that's a possibility. But we've seen this at sea level, we see this below sea level, and we've seen it above sea level. <laughs> this has to stop the spotting team's points, especially on the road. We don't have to put ourselves in that type of hole, but I think it really comes down to just simply paying closer attention to detail and not making huge mistakes in the open drive. Gerard, there's there's a lot going on, and a lot of people are worried about the injuries here. And I mean, there there's so many, and we we had such a tough scare on Sunday. Miles Garrett had the shoulder injury, and we were waiting for the reports. It looks like he's going to do his very best to play on Sunday. Nathan gave us the report that he was not working with the team today. It's a Wednesday. It's still going to be a Veterans Day off, probably for him, regardless. But he said he looked pretty good. He's certainly going to get it taped up and get ready to go and try to get out there on Sunday. With Miles Garrett being hurt and with all the other injuries, how much pressure does that put on some of the names that we haven't talked about as much? The Mike Ford Juniors, the MJ Emersons, the you know, guys like that, I, it, the Tony Fields even. I mean, wh- how much pressure does that put on some of the guys who are in the second wave and are, are, are coming in to give other guys blow in the rotation? Well, it puts more emphasis on these guys doing what? Getting their job done and doing it at a high level and not depending on Miles to save the day every game. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. It's really that simple on the defensive side of the ball. If you are primarily a special teams player, make sure you excel at your job and make sure you're doing your darnest to make sure that we have great field position every time you take the football field and we're doing things to set up scores or to score. That's really what it comes down to, Ken. Everyone goes through adversity. and It seems like we had an unfair share of the injury bug bite us. But at the same time, if you're going to have a campaign in which you hope to reach the Super Bowl, you've got to have to overcome something. And unfortunately for us, it's the injury bug, and that's the hardest thing to probably overcome other than the loss of your head coach or your quarterback, which we've also experienced that in our top running back. So we've run the gamut on what we're experiencing, but you're absolutely right in your assessment. The guys who are that second, third on the depth chart, what do they have to do? They have to step up. They have to make sure that they are given the best of looks when it's in practice, that they're playing intense, and that they're reminding guys, we got to stop this madness of spotting teams' points and not playing clean football. we got to start turning towards playing our best football. It's getting towards the end of the year, and we can't be doing stuff that you should only be doing in the first week or two of the season, not towards the latter end of it. Uh, it, Gerard Cherry joining us here on the hotline. I thought Dorian Thompson-Robinson was starting to play a really nice football game before he went out of that game on Sunday. Gerard, what did you think about the rookie in, in just, what, his third start in the NFL? I thought he did very well, too. And I know there are a lot of skeptics and cynics, especially in our area, who are saying, no, he did not. I'm like, were you not watching the same thing I was watching? Because I'm pretty sure I saw him throw a two-point conversion. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I saw him throw a situation where it should have been a touchdown. And 
his receivers let him down. And I'm pretty sure I saw a situation where he didn't look rattled or shaken in an adverse situation, which he's playing on the road in Denver. I didn't see those things take place. And this whole concept of, well, it's hard to catch his passes. If you are a receiver, Ken, in the National Football League, please tell me, are there any rules that say, hey, the guy throws too hard, I can't catch it? I'm see Gerard. I'm glad you brought that up because I tried to act, ask Nathan, and Nathan he he just he goes Kenny. I I don't know. I I don't know what's going on with because it's it's going well. Can they throw a ca- more catchable ball? Because David Ajoku was asked about it, and David was yeah as professional as he could be. He wasn't going to sit there and say anything about his rookie quarterback. They seem to love Dorian Thompson Robinson there, and he knows that hey he's the veteran. He's the guy who's got the long term salary and contract. It's going to be incumbent upon him to go out there and make the plays. But it's been two weeks in a row where guys have been dropping passes and people start to look at the quarterback and go, all right, what's going on here? Gerard, you can do your best to dispel it. Go right on ahead if you can. No, it's really simple. If, if it's not a spiral, now there could be a situation where, okay, dog, I'm five yards from me. Please don't throw it 100 miles per hour. Put some touch on it. There's something to be said about that, but sometimes if you're under duress, you're going to rush that thing. But even still, mm-hmm. if that has to occur, you are a NFL receiver, slash tight end, whatever you are, there is no excuse for you dropping passes. Now, Amari watching the one that he dropped, I think he was anticipating getting hit, and he didn't get hit. And so his shoulder pass ended up knocking the ball out of his hands. Uh. And for David, as simple as this, he's concentrating on making the play instead of receiving the football first. And I'm pretty sure he'd be the first to tell you that as well. Catch the ball first and then do something afterwards. So in the process of saying, I got to make a big play, I got to make a big play, Guys aren't making plays instead of just letting it happen. And, yeah, that's going to be said. Getting accustomed to how P.J. throws, how Deshaun throws, and how DTR throws, there is something to be said about that, where the ball is delivered, the velocity, as well as the touch. All those things do factor in. But, again, these guys are not playing DB. They are playing receiver for a reason. Gerard, let me ask you one more before we let you go. Your keys to victory, and I know I'm going to ask you this again on Sunday, but I, it's probably going to be a new audience. Your keys to victory. What do the Browns got to do to get a win on the road out there in Los Angeles? Oh, you got to start fast, Ken. None of this 14-point spotting situation or taking the the Rams lightly because last time I checked, they won the last two games in a row, and they are playing quality football. That offense, especially with a rushing attack last week, was prolific. And Lord knows we've been struggling of late. So that doesn't bode well for us. So we got to, one, shut down the run first and foremost and then put pressure on Stafford. And then we can't give up chunk plays. And then offensively, hold on to the football. Start there. Catch yeah. the football. Yeah. And don't beat yourself with untimely penalties and plays. And if we can do those things, Ken, we can win this football game. But we got to start fast and do everything I just iterated. Got to execute. A lot of talent. They got to play like it. Gerard, thank you for your time. We'll talk to you again on Sunday, buddy. Sounds good, Kenneth. Thank you, my friend. Gerard Cherry on the hotline. When we come back, we'll put the finishing touches on this one and get you ready for the Kevin Stefanski Show and everything to come up on Sunday afternoon. You're listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show, presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Does your furnace need to be replaced? Are you sure? Get a free second opinion from the professionals at the Waterworks Heating and Cooling, formerly the Comfort Works. Our pros know their stuff. If another company recommended furnace replacement, call us before you pay to replace. We'll check your furnace and review repair options for free. 
Before you pay to replace, call 614-232-2222 or visit thewaterworks.com to schedule your free second opinion furnace checkup. A new Subaru is the car for those who want adventure, comfort, and safety all in one vehicle. It's perfect for your daily commute or a weekend getaway. And whether you need something new or something serviced, you can always trust the hometown team at Buyer Subaru Dublin. Stop by and ask about our military and first responder savings. Visit us under the windmill in Dublin at 270 and Sawmill or shop online at buyersubarudublin.com. Come see why it's better to buy from buyers. She. Lying there longingly, hopeful. Perhaps this is the night he tries. You, before the bathroom mirror, bearish belly hanging over the worn elastic of your briefs. If only there were a way to help you muster the fire, the attention span. Alas, there is a place, nay, an oasis plentiful with wands and rings, potions and elixirs to restore your vitality, your passion. Lion's Den, the official oasis of pleasure, passion, and romance. Joe Valentine here for TNT Equipment. And no matter the height or the task, TNT has the scaffold solutions for you. For heavy-duty or high-speed needs, TNT Equipment has a vast array of mass climbing scaffold to increase production and enhance safety. Our qualified staff can install all of your scaffold, access way, and trash chute needs. Call TNT Equipment today at 614-882-1549 or check out our website at tntequip.com to see how we can make it happen for you. TNT Apex Pros, if you're plumbing, I mean, there's carolers at the door. I'm not sure. Your furnace goes out. There's no one near. Apex Pros comes running. Something about furnaces and plumbing, I think. What? If your furnace dies or your pipes aren't clear, oh, such joy it is to know Apex Pros are near. No, it's not very good, is it? Come in. Heating and air and plumbing too. Apex Pros knows what to do. Nah, not really Christmassy to sing about plumbing and furnaces, is it? Oh, yeah, they got that guarantee. What's that called? Five-star guarantee. Are they listening out there? Can they hear what we're saying? Yeah, I probably should just lock the door. Apex Pros, Apex Pros, Apex Pros, Apex Pros, Apex Pros, Apex Make holiday magic this year with something beautiful and timeless. From Diamonds Direct, a stunning eternity band, a pair of classic diamond stud earrings, something new and eye-catching from a world-class designer, or maybe you're looking for that perfect engagement ring or a fabulous timepiece. At Diamonds Direct, we have the perfect gifts for the season, starting at around $300. Come and let our experts help you pick out that headliner gift. Or for some fabulous ideas, see the online seasonal gift guide now at DiamondsDirect.com. You can even chat now with a virtual assistant for the ultimate convenience. Whether you connect online or in person, you're guaranteed to get the extraordinary value, ironclad warranties, and white glove service Diamonds Direct is known for. And to help make your purchase even more affordable, we've got special financing so you can spread out your payments. Get directions, details, special showroom hours, and our holiday gift guide now at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You're listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. If you love football, you've come to the right place. Your radio home for the Browns. The Fan. 
This is Browns cornerback Denzel Ward. This is Joel Batonio, and you're listening to the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. University Hospitals is your hometown medical team and official health care provider of the Cleveland Browns. Your Browns coming to this one. Still one of the top defenses in all the NFL, but a lot of questions still linger. Will DTR be ready to go, or will we see Joe Flacco for the first time ever in a Cleveland Browns jersey, a man of the Baltimore Ravens who terrorized us for a long time? Could it be him for the Cleveland Browns on Sunday against the Rams? And Miles Garrett, will he be good to go? We'll answer a lot of those questions or start to get the answer to a lot of those questions on the Kevin Stefanski Show. Coming up Thursday night, myself alongside a Nick. Nathan's a girl. We'll guide you through Nathan live from the UCLA practice facility, and then we get you ready. 12.30 p.m., Cleveland Browns game day with Gerard and I on Sunday. 2.30 p.m., the Cleveland Browns kickoff show with Andy Baskin and Tyvis Powell. 4.25 p.m., kickoff from SoFi Stadium. Chris Rose, Nathan Zagura, and Gerard Cherry. The Browns against the Los Angeles Rams. You don't want to be anywhere else. You'll want to be listening to it. A big thanks, as always, to executive producer Jason Gibbs, producer Meredith Kane, assistant producer Jacob Malensic. For Nathan Zagura and Gerard Cherry, I'm Ken Carmen. Thanks for listening to the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. You've been listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. Join us next week at this time for more behind-the-scenes Browns news from Berea. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show has been brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 97.1 The Fan is celebrating a quarter century of sports talk, play-by-play, and sheer nonsense. Morning Juice, Bishop and Prince, Rothman and Ice, Common Man and T-Bone, and the Buckeye Show. Download The Fan app today and listen anywhere, anytime. You're home for the Cleveland Browns, Ohio State Buckeyes, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. This is the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. We return you to our regularly scheduled programming already in progress. Please enjoy not knowing what they're talking about. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Patient. He does have, you know, an aura, a, a, a standing in the NFL. So, at best, I think he, he'll get another chance somewhere. I just just wouldn't mess with the with the Panthers because Tepper has shown he doesn't have patience. So if you're Bill Belichick and you get fired or walk part mutually, whatever they want to call it, from the Patriots, you want to go to another place where you can retire. You don't want to get fired after 11 games because you're just starting your rebuild and, and making the team in your image. So I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. I'll tell you this. Tepper's already fired Ron Rivera. He's already fired Matt Rule. He's already fired Frank Wright. I would not hire Bill Belichick because, in my opinion, just my humble opinion, Mm. David Tepper has got to get this right. And if you don't know, if you can't tell me that Bill Belichick still has it, you better go elsewhere. 
You better go elsewhere, and you better find someone that at least at the end of the day may be a little bit younger that you can build and rock with for a while. And then if that doesn't work out, at least, okay, but this feels like a Hail Mary, and more times than not, it turns into a fail, Mary. He's Emmett Golden. I'm Q Myers. Coming up next, what former NFL MVP is loving watching Dak Prescott play right now? This is ESPN Radio. The Pac-12 Championship Game, Friday on ESPN Radio. It's a showdown in Las Vegas with huge playoff implications. The undefeated third-ranked Washington Huskies face fifth-ranked and 11-1 Oregon. Coverage begins Friday at 7 Eastern with kickoff at 8 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Dr. Pepper. Every 40 seconds, a child is reported missing. That's 2,000 children every single day. It's a heart-wrenching reality that we can no longer ignore. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping find missing kids. You can be a part of their mission by donating your unwanted vehicle, running or not. Call 1-800-294-0222. We guarantee that you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast, free pickup with 24-hour response. Call one 800 294 0222. Find the Children provides crucial resources to help find missing children and educational materials to teach kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs have a proven track record of reuniting kids with their families. It's time to act. Donate your unwanted or unused car. Help us build a world where every child is safe. Pick up the phone and call 1-800-294-0222. Together, we can bring these kids home safely. This advertisement was paid for in partnership with Cars R Us and Find the Children. The Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship Game, Saturday on ESPN Radio. At 11-1 and ranked 7th in the nation, the Texas Longhorns head to Jerry's World looking to solidify their resume and earn an invite to the college football playoff when they face the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Will it be enough? Number 7 Texas versus 18th ranked Oklahoma State. Coverage begins Saturday morning at 11 Eastern with kickoff at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Dr. Pepper. Conference crowns and college football playoff hopes are on the line. Starting Friday at 8 Eastern, number 5 Oregon versus number 3 Washington in the Pac-12 Championship. Then Saturday at noon, it's the Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship between number 18 Oklahoma State and number 7 Texas. Followed at 4 by SMU and number 22 Tulane for the AAC title. And at 8, number 14 Louisville versus number 4 Florida State in the ACC Championship. Dr. Pepper Championship Week on ABC. Hey, it's Evan Cohen coming up Thursday. I'll tell you why Dak Prescott should be considered a top five MVP candidate. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Do you feel that? That's the foundation of basketball erupting. And this time, it's more story than ever. With brilliant stars, giants, a new in-season tournament. This time belongs to those who want it most. This time starts now. Sixers, Celtics, and Nuggets Suns. Friday on ESPN. Presented by State Farm. Thursday, Carlin versus Joe. It's another big Thursday night game. The Cowboys trying to prove themselves again. And if Caleb Williams actually goes back to USC, how does that impact the top of the draft? Good question. Carlin versus Joe, Thursday, noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
I don't know that I've ever been more impressed with Dak Prescott. What I say to myself is I really haven't done He's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. In the last four or five weeks, I've gotten to see more of, of their games, and I just want to say he's playing a position in a really impressive way. You beat the Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, and Lions. Each of the next five weeks, you're going to go on and you're going to win your division. You're going to go on and possibly grab a number one seed. You're going to have an MVP candidacy. There was a ton of talk about Dak Prescott heading into the 2023 season. Is he, isn't he? Is he going to throw a ton of interceptions? No, he won't. What's going to be the scenario? Well, he's done well so far. Matter of fact, looks really sticking good. It's game night on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We're Emmett Golden. I'm Q Myers. And we know how Thursday night football is going to go down, right? Seahawks at the Dallas Cowboys. We've done a little bit of a preview for both teams, Emmett. But really the key cog for the Dallas Cowboys is not... Tony Pollard, what Mike McCarthy, the head coach, thought it was going to be. Thought it was going to be the run game, run game, run game, run game. Instead, it's been, well, let Dak do what Dak does. CeeDee Lamb has all of a sudden really taken command of that number one wide receiver. He is that now alpha dog Mm -hmm. since uh, Amari Cooper's in Cleveland, as you very well know, with the Browns. CeeDee is that dude, and Dak is, is proven he's that dude. Yeah, Dak is having a, a great season. He's 23 touchdowns, only six interceptions, where last year he was turning it over uh, ridiculously. I mean, it was, was led to league in interceptions, if I'm not mistaken, and only played a handful yeah. of games. Missed five you know, games. So, yeah, so that's that's saying something uh, right there. But what's even more impressive is he's completing 70% of his passes. Man, when you are spinning it like that, it's hard to defend. And they're going to go as he goes. And everybody's just waiting. They know that. Everybody knows the Dallas Cowboys are a good um, team. They know Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. Are they Super Bowl caliber has been the question over and over again, and they have not got to that point yet. Well, I'll tell you what. uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's on the Pat McAfee show each and every Tuesday, and he's always talking about, well, Aaron Rodgers. This time he was not. He actually was talking about Dak Prescott and how he's playing. He's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. I just love that it, he's really playing the position. What I mean by that is I'm watching him make Ringo calls. So that's protection adjustments against these crazy looks and picking things up. I'm watching him uh, you know, bring the tight end back in against the zero pressure and throw an old concept we used to run for a touchdown to CeeDee Lamb in the back of the end zone. I'm watching him use his cadence uh, beautifully and, and, uh, and get into this rhythmic here we go into like – uh, dummy using it as a dummy sometimes doing it twice into like other cadences i mean i the last four or five weeks i've gotten to see more of, of their games and i just want to say like he's playing a position in a really impressive way i can kind of sum all that up what aaron Rodgers is saying Dak prescott is in his bag Okay, that's what that is yeah. what he basically was saying. He's having a hell of a year. I love the Caden stuff. Um, there was too. a video out there yeah. of the "Here We Go," which uh, it, here, is we go! <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. Like it was, it was great, and that stuff is so important. That's when you take quarterbacking to the next level. That's how you get a cheap five yards on a drive when you need it, you know, and you go first and five or when it's it's second and four and you do that, boom, the team jumps off sides. Um, and that is when that that's elite quarterbacking to a certain extent because that's part of it. And he that's where he's at. 
And right. that's where he is at right now. No, it really is. And the funny thing about it is Dak, you know, going into the season, we were all wondering, is he going to lead the league in interceptions again? Is he going to yeah. be that guy? Are they regretting giving him that big contract? Is he him? All that good stuff. And now all of a sudden he's cooking. But Emmett, now he's got to take the next step. Now yeah. he's got to beat the big teams. He's got to beat the Philadelphias. He's got to beat, you know, the 49ers, you know, with a square up, whatever the case may be. We saw what happened earlier this season when they played San Francisco, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's just – that's what I'm talking We saw what happened earlier when they played Philadelphia, right? I mean, right. he's got to take that next step. I believe that he's really good. I do. I believe that the Cowboys team is really good. I believe that defense is championship material. But until I see them beat a team and not Seattle – no disrespect to Seattle. I know they're playing mm-hmm. them on Thursday Night Football – but I mean a real deal team that I think is a championship-type team. Until I see them beat them and him be successful against them, I'm still going to hold out questions. Yeah, the loss on the road against the Eagles, you lose by five. Again, we talked about the Eagles early, how, how good they've been at home. I, I don't. I, that's not a knock on the on the Cowboys for me because no, to no, me you, it's not a knock. But you just got you want to see success against right. really good teams. I'll tell you what is a knock. 42 to 10 against the 49ers. Mm. That is a knock. Like you, if you're going to be an elite team, you can't get blown out like that against other elite teams. And you're right. That's a step. Then the following step is get to an NFC championship game. Right? Like, okay, you don't necessarily have to make it to the Super Bowl, but get to an NFC championship game and let's see what you do there. That, that's it. And that's a weird, I mean, I guess it's a good place to be, honestly. I'm sure there are a lot of teams in the NFL that were like, man, I'd love it if our expectation, if everybody said, yeah, we're good, but we need to make it to a Super Bowl or to a championship game to really get stamped and cemented. Um, I know a lot of teams that wish they were that caliber of team. Well, what is Jerry? What is Jerry Jones? Good old Jerry. Good old friend of the show, Jerry. What does he think about Dak? Say Dak. He was on 105.3 The Fan. He does this each and every Tuesday. Here's Jerry Jones talking about the play of Dak Prescott. Really, I can definitively say this is the best I've seen him play. Uh, I think that I would give Mike McCarthy a lot of credit here because Mike has done a great job of coaching how important it is that they get the fundamentals down of of what we're trying to do offensively. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.